Hey team, Jared Goundry here. I'm six weeks away from being broke. If you think quitting all your jobs to make money solely from jokes and being creative is absolutely crazy, you'd be correct. Enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Six Weeks From Broke. It is me, Jared Goundry. As always, um, back after a few weeks, taking a few weeks off because obviously in the last episode, you would have noticed it was titled, I Went Broke because I had gone down to zero weeks from broke and uh, had to knuckle down and fix that situation. So, car is back on the road. It is traveling. It's done 1,700 Ks in the last week and a half. I'm back on tour and I am four weeks from broke, which is great. Big week in Perth, doing heaps of shows there, then sold out show in Geelong, then off to Albury. Packed a little show out there, then a huge week in Sydney. Really knuckled down, got the finances back on track. Still need to chase up those invoices, as always. If you're listening to this, you're probably like, Jared's always talking about chasing up invoices. Number one fucking frustration in this entire business is not how to get paid, it's trying to get paid. And yeah, but we're back, we're lively, and it's great. So just uh, recording this from my little brother's bedroom in Sydney. Uh, FYI, which has been super cool. One of the plus pluses I've discovered over my comedy career with traveling is just bumping in and socializing and catching up with all the people from my life. It's been the hidden gem of uh, doing this job, but Sydney has been great. I uh, just wrapped up seven shows working for the comedy store, which what a great venue. That place absolutely rocks, super professional when you're performing in a place like that, it just really feels like you're doing it. And this industry is so grueling that it's nice to have those wins. I think if this year I'd just done the festival circuit and it went the way that I did, and then I had a this sort of Sydney trip, and I think it's been a real exploratory, is that a right word? Explore, 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 bleh. exploring, I don't know. I found it here is to really kind of open up the scene in the way that I did. That would have been a win. So to put on top everything else I've been doing this year has been wicked. That's just to take the wins when you can because there's going to be – someone's going to kick me in the balls in the next couple of weeks. I can feel it. Someone's going to kick my emotional and financial nuts. And I'm ready. I'm feeling confident. Uh, Off to Townsville next week, looking to have a huge show there, probably going to get about 100, 110 people in Touchwood, then off to Cairns, then the following week doing the big show in the sit-down comedy club in Brisbane. So we're all looking, it's looking good moving in towards the end of the year. So another big development in the last couple of weeks, obviously been making uh, video content on TikTok, decided to move some of that onto the other platforms, had a bit of success on Instagram, picked up around 1,200 followers over there in the last sort of 10, 10 days to two weeks. So just goes to show that the hunger for short-form, short-form video content is is just there and it's just a way you can grow it. So let's put the... Uh, the wheels in motion for, especially that I'm in a car, car now for essentially a month traveling across 50% of Australia to just try and think about how I can use that moving forward to the best of my ability. And yeah, 2024 is going to have some huge moves on social media and to do that in a premeditated way will be the smart thing to do because the writing is on the wall. Um, okay. 
I've got a little guest with me today in the bedroom. Means a couple of things. But uh, <laughs> obviously being on tour, I brought my partner with me, Hannah Sainty. Um, she did some gigs in Sydney as well. But uh, one of the one of the hooks that I uh, got her to come on tour with me is I said, uh, I said uh, I'm going to pay you, you're going to work work for me and we've thrown her into the role of kind of a media manager for the tour slash getting exposure all the stuff that I hate doing quite frankly not good at um super important if you're an artist uh she has been kicking goals and just getting like I've for example I'm going to Townsville next week I think I'm on three radio stations there I'm on two, three radio stations in cans, there's newspapers and all that sort of stuff. Been super handy and, uh, yeah, quite a bargain too because I felt like I've been I've been paying her a lot and then I was like, well, it's going to cost a lot. But then the, the results came in. I'm like, this is a fucking bargain. And uh, also putting that cost across per show and just seeing how much, you know, for like a hundred bucks getting like per show, getting to all of these outlets and getting that media in, Really, it only takes like three or four tickets to, well, 3.33 recurring tickets to make that investment back. So, which is coming back 10 times. So, Hannah. Hey. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Thoughts on Sydney? I like it. I don't like its roads. That's a bit stressful, but I like it as a city. It's nice. It's pretty. Where we're staying kind of makes that. We're in the uh, millionaire part of Sydney. We certainly are, and I don't have the right clothes to walk around in this area. No, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of noses in the air <laughs> around here. Um, have you found jumping in on the media sense? And you, you've worked in events for a long time. I think you're super qualified in producing things. Um, on the media front, have you found it? Yeah, well, I've worked in media before as well. I've done public relations. I used to work in public relations back in the early 2010s. So all of that is pretty pretty easy to me, really. It's it's quite fun to do it again. It's quite fun to see. I mean, it's one of those funny things because public relations is basically, if you've ever seen Sex in the City, she's Samantha. She's the one who's like schmoozing everyone and basically all of the media outlets need to be your best friend. So what that means is becoming friends with and knowing who the people are to talk to in each media outlet would that be radio that be newspaper magazine online like digital magazines for like events and those sorts of things is getting to know who those editors are and creating a relationship with them so that they can trust your judgment on a show what's the easiest way for a, an unknown because i've been super impressed uh it's always i'm an unknown artist mm-hmm. in 99 percent of the world what's the what's the tip to get what's the best way to get an unknown artist in front of commercial media? Um, There's a couple of different things. So firstly, like you want to have like, firstly, you want to be good. You want your product to be good. Um, And then you want to have like a good hook. When you say good, is that good at uh, comedy, good at socials, good at what is defined good? As in like, is it from an audience point of view or is it from their point of view? From their point of view. Because obviously, so if they're if they're a publication of any description, they want to know that they are putting their reputation behind something that they believe is going to be good because they have a very loyal listenership. And so what you're trying to do is you're trying to get them to like you enough to then tell their listenership to go and watch you. Trust. 
It's trust, exactly, which is what all branding in, is these days. Brands used to be about having like the name. It used to be about, you know, going to Nike, Adidas, Gucci, all these sorts of things. Now nobody cares about it. People care about the branding of a person. People want to follow people. So if your personal brand is already pretty good and your product, whatever it is you're selling that you're trying to get attention on is good, it doesn't have to be the best of the best. You know, like sometimes like an up and comer who's doing something really good and has a good stick is saying something or has got a new perspective or a whole new uh a whole new way of doing the medium, that can be enough. But whatever it is, it's like your unique selling point. You just want to have that to be good. And so that's the first thing. Like you want to make sure that that is solid. And then it's about the communication skills. People think that talking to journalists and stuff, you're just sending an email, you're just... That was going to be my next question. So mm-hmm. I've had this conversation with a lot of artists and they generally say, oh, yeah, so I emailed this person, this person, you know, this place, this place, this place, didn't hear back. I've been privy to your, um, you know, email game <laughs> your strike rate's amazing even if they're like hey sorry no they're still getting back yeah which is incredible so what what are we what are we looking for when you're talking to these people in that sort of cold open cool so cold open you you need to look professional so most of the time you know bigger artists they have people that will do it for them they'll have the they'll have the public relations um manager they you know they'll have that sort of They'll have that middleman who can go to the media and say, hey, I've got this great person. I believe in them. You're going to love them. Chuck them on. And then that person goes, that media outlet goes, yeah, great. We'll have them. So they already have the communication skills. And what's happened before is because I do write press releases or media releases, which is basically the information page that a journalist wants to read to know whether or not this show is worth. You're definitely like probably not getting any of these places without a press release, right? Absolutely not. That's their like language. Uh huh. Good. That's the only, like be all and end all. You must absolutely 100% have a press release slash media release. So the same thing, just different terms. Also, don't write it yourself. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Honestly, it's so funny. It's funny because it's like I've been writing them for people for such a long time now in, in various like facets and now I just do it for comedy. But it's so funny because then people think that they can just do it themselves. They're like, yeah, no, I've done it, Hannah. I just want you to edit it. And then I'm like, you've written a fantastic article. Yes. about comedy itself. I know nothing about your show and this is not the language that a journalist needs to read. You have to remember, like, you're going to write for your audience. Your audience is a journalist. Your audience is a reporter. It's an editor who reads so much every single day and they don't want to read the fluffy bit. They're not interested in, like, the flowers and the poeticism That's of your their show. Job. Exactly. That is their job. They want you to get to the nuts and bolts of it. And so there's particular formatting, and I'm a nerd for this, like, there's formatting into every single uh, paragraph that will go into a press release, which is a whole side topic that we can come back to. But basically, even if you just Google how to write press releases or you can contact me, there's a structure to write it to. So firstly, you need to have a solid, good press release. And then you need to have a really good subject line. And I love this so much because people think that emailing is just, yeah, whatever, like it's not important, they'll read it or they won't. Obviously, the strike rate of getting someone to read your email, especially when it's a press release and it's a show and there's a lot, like journalists, gets, they get so many emails for shows and, you know, new products. So they're having to go through. So with the subject line, you're trying to stand out in the inbox. Exactly. In the sea of like potentially terrible and amazing press releases, you're trying to go, pick me, pick me. Exactly. So yeah. there's, there's a couple of layers to it. First, you want them to like the subject line enough that they're going to click on that. Then you want them to like the, the start of the email enough to then read on. And then you want them to like the press release enough for them to go, okay, now maybe I'll talk to you. And that's way before you've even actually spoken to the media outlet themselves and done the interview. And this is why like 
the you know, like if even if you were to have all of that and you send it out and you don't actually get a good outcome and they don't book you, that is okay because you're also going to be building the relationship with the people who are going to be reading it or just seeing your name. So don't ever feel that if you didn't get a reply back, just don't feel like you have failed. Two things. I mean, um, so I'm just going to, uh, I've just gone into the producer account <laughs> for my show yes. and I'm going to read the subject line and then the opening paragraph. Which is, yeah. Yeah. So it says TikTok viral comedian Jared Goundry performing in Cairns for one night only. Nice. Mm-hmm. This is one that's gone ahead and, and secured a – this is the Kansas' biggest um, newspaper, right? Mm-hmm. Then obviously it starts, hi, team. <laughs> Hope this email finds you well. I like that email talk. It's good. Um, I'm writing to see if you'd be open to interviewing one of my artists, and I like what I've found the best part about having someone representing me is um, that when you when I've always got them in the past and I've had – I've had an okay success rate, but nothing like what's happening at the moment. But when, as soon as someone starts talking for you, the power changes. Yeah. Because when I'm talking, I'm like, oh, it'd be nice, be great if you got the fucking time. <laughs> and it's it's different. Um, I'm writing to see if you'd be open to interviewing one of my artists. Also, my artist is cool. <laughs> on your station. He's bringing his new must-see show, uh, comedy show to McAllister Brewing Co. in Smithfield on Saturday, November 11. And it's going to be a knockout. New line, boom. Um, and then all the information stuff. So that's automatically, it sounds powerful. Mm-hmm. My artists on your station. Yeah. Giddy up. Yeah, well, because it's just about perspective, right? Like you said just then, you just said you had like a little bit of a success rate with it. So obviously I wrote your press releases for the past ones. Correct. So strong press release is already going to give you an, a bigger percentage of getting to talk to someone. But then like the language, you don't have to have someone represent you. Obviously it's great, but it's basically just applying the correct hat. And so I've done it before when I've had to do any like things that have involved me. And it's just, it, I use the same language, but it's the same thing. Think about being a car salesman, but you're not a sleaze. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just going Impossible. <laughs> like you just got to, you got to know your product. You have to believe in it. It's the same thing when you're performing on stage. If you are telling a story, you're telling a joke, you're doing anything. If you don't believe it, the audience isn't going to believe it. Yep, if you're gotcha. talking to a media outlet, if you don't believe it, they're not going to believe it. And they, you have to see it from their point of view. They're so busy. They don't have time for someone who's not taking it seriously, who isn't putting the effort in to the structure of these things. So a journalist will generally, they're less likely to choose you if literally the subject line isn't good, if the email isn't written well, like just those first two things. Cause they're like, well, this person hasn't done their research. Yeah. Well, know? think about whatever job you're, you're working as the listener. You exactly. know, when I worked in a, in a restaurant, when the resume came over, the resume mm-hmm. is the press release of the workplace. Exactly. And if I just looked at it and it was shitly made, I would just be like, well, this is a representation of this person's work. Maybe. Um, so I guess the follow-up, which I've been super impressed with. So in the past, I would go, I guess, why my strike rate was so, was well, not so low, it was okay, but why yours is so much bigger, is I would go, I'm going to email these 10 people and one would get back and I'd call that a win. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed on your end is you follow up. Oh, you yeah, I chase everyone. <laughs> and there's that's where like I feel like a majority of the wins are. Because all of a sudden there's like a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. So, I mean, one of the other key things to know about this is you should never, ever, ever get all of the emails and send it to a 
like press release to all, never do that. You want to find out who the editor is. And that email you just said, I said, hi team. That's only literally because I couldn't get the name. Yep. Um, so if you'd found like, you know, Jenny at the block, you yeah, know, you'd, you'd, you, you, whoever it is, you would try and find that first. So you can exactly. go straight to the. Exactly. You go straight source. to the source. And you would notice that if you were to go through to the other emails, I have got the names and then I've already built the relationship with that person as I've been booking you. Cool. So, uh, yeah, like even in cans and stuff, when they they missed the booking, they were apologizing. Do you know what I mean? Like, so we've built the relationship. Uh, yeah. Power flip. Exactly. Well, it's because it's, I believe in the product. I'm like, I'm giving you this opportunity for people to read and get something happening in your community. You know, don't wrong me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... What was my, I lost my train of thought? Follow up. Oh yeah, follow up. Sorry, um, <laughs> can't even follow up my own thoughts. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the follow up is obviously the the other thing to remember is that because uh, because journalists are so busy, they can act genuinely just miss things sometimes, and we all do. We've all done that. So oh, look at my inbox, up. Jesus Christ! Exactly, and you do. And I've been so thankful if someone has followed up with me because if I haven't written back, it's not because I didn't want to talk to them. It's just because I read it. I was on the run. Something happened. I just missed it. So the follow-up is a really good opportunity just to see if someone, if, if they like have missed you and then they have that opportunity to come back to you. It's also building on that thing that I said before where people are starting to know your name and they just see you coming up. So over time you can build a bit of familiar, familiarity with yep. the person. As in like you might go, I'm, I'm doing this show now. They don't have time for you, but then the next time you come around. Exactly. You can, you can literally call back to it and be like, hey, last year I emailed you about this show. Gotcha. La, 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 la. Now I've got my new show, you know. And, and it's that just only this. compounds over time. Exactly. Cool, cool. A um, couple of quick ones before we wrap this up. Um, wh- how did you learn all of this? And if you were someone listening to this right now, being like, holy shit, what is this world? This is blowing my back <laughs> of my brain out. Um, I don't know where to start. How would you get better at doing all of this? Okay, so I learned about it when I was at university um, I literally, I had a lecturer who taught us about public relations because I was making films and obviously you need to do public relations for films. I loved it and I thought it was really fascinating being a people person and being like a connector and a network. I wanted to dive into that more. So I literally taught myself and started reading, started reading and rereading. I ha- I was working uh, with a public relations, like she had her own company. I was working with her. So I used to send her my press releases to get her to vet them and tell me how to make them better. So I literally just gave myself more homework while I was doing a degree. And that's how I learned. And then I keep an eye on the industry all the time to see if the structure and the formatting is changing, like literally down to like fonts, sizes, everything that a journalist would want. I'm keeping an eye on what is happening in the industry. If you're wanting to learn how to do it, you just start with the basics. You can literally just Google, how do I write a press release? The internet, ladies The internet and it will do everything for you. There are some fantastic, fantastic public relations um, agencies out there as well now. So if you are someone who you don't have time to, you know, or you don't really know, you don't feel comfortable going and searching for the emails and em- and sending emails out yourself, you can go to these companies. I think Prow- one called Prowly has one where you can actually just upload your press release. You have a communication with someone and then they email it out to all of their related networks. That costs money normally? That does cost money. It costs a few, depending on like which bracket you're doing, it'll it'll be quite a bit of money. Yep. Can be worth it. I haven't used it. I don't know. But if you're wanting to learn, literally just Google, how do I write a press release? Practice. Um, if you can find someone, send it to them, you know, get their feedback. Um, and then always just make sure that you check in on your subject line 
and the email. Do you use AI and where do you think AI sits in this realm in the future moving forward? So I tested out AI for a press release. Absolutely dog shit. Okay. Which I was really happy about. Because um, yeah. I was like, I still have a job. <laughs> um, AI in this realm, I think AI in this realm is just quite good if you're struggling sometimes to come up with the language. So, um, I, I mean, like if, you, if you've never written a press release before and you just say you've never written a press release and you have like your show bio, you can probably prop that into ChatGPT and say, make this into a press release. It's going to be terrible, but you can start to get like a little bit of structure and a little bit of the language of how to make it more professional instead of fluffy. We do not want fluff. Cold, hard, nice to finish. Um, back on the road tomorrow, touring up to North Queensland. Uh, we've already been in Albury. We stayed in the tent and the, and and had the van going. Uh, what's your thoughts so far? Are you having fun? Heaps of fun. I bought that tent from Aldi and I'm so proud of it. It pops up itself. It's amazing. So it's got uh, – <laughs> really, you should really see this. I, I, I might put a picture of it um, on uh, Patreon just quietly. Jump on the Patreon. It's two bucks. Um, but, yeah – Tent, revolutionary in the tent game. It's, uh, totally. it's built in poles and you just lift the middle up, pops out. Uh, we put that up in what? Like 10 minutes. 10 minutes, minutes yeah. yeah. And it was great. Uh, sick. Um, North Queensland, hot. I'm excited. I have dresses. I'm ready. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Stinky. It's sweaty. Uh, big show there. It's going to be fun. Um, we'll keep you, keep you posted. And uh, we're back. We are back, baby. Four weeks from broke. Oh, bye. Do you enjoy art, artists, or comedy in general? Consider supporting this show at www.patreon forward slash Jared Gandry. Or just Google Jared Gandry Patreon, it'll come up, right? For just two bucks, you can get bonus episodes and content. And together, we can work towards helping me get seven weeks from broke. Send us a message on my Instagram at Jared Gandry. See you there.